The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Okay, welcome to the show. It's the only podcast churning out daily tales of sports and whatever. It is the end of another podcast week and very pleased to be here. As always, it's Steve along with Jimmy mucking it up in the corners, schmoozing it up. James, how are things? Uh, pretty good, Stevie. How about you? I'm great. Thank you. Do you, do you sleep okay, Steve? Are you a good, good slumberer? I'm Don't a you? legend in the sleeping department. I think it was, you know, three decades of early morning radio. My sleep deficit is such that, uh, well, if you need me to sleep, I can uh, get her done for you in about five minutes. I can be Oh, out. beauty. Beauty. It is my number one thing, Stevie. If someone says, you change anything in your life today, okay, what, what would it be? You know, I don't want more cash. Well, I do. I love getting cash, but I, it would be, I, would, I just want to sleep eight hours. I'd love really? to go the full eight once in my life, Stevie. Yeah. So I'm trying different things. Okay. My mother told me a trick where you just flip around and you put your head where your feet normally are. And, uh, and, and then your feet are up in your pillow. Yeah. I That's did that. a terrible that. idea. I did. It's a terrible idea. Cause I did that. And now I have athletes face for putting, <laughs> for putting, putting my head down with my moldy feet. <laughs> now you got tongue, you got uh, toenail fungus on your face. Yeah. On my chin. Yeah. It's just not a good look. <laughs> my face is all itchy now, Steve. I gotta, I gotta spray my face with tenactin. <laughs> Tough cases of athletes foot fungus. Get tough actin' All right, a John Madden cameo. All right, today's heads up for Friday, May 7th. It'll be cloudy, a 40% chance of showers in the afternoon today, a high of 12. The Blue Jays are at Houston for a Friday to Sunday series with the Astros. As for the Senators, they're in Winnipeg on Saturday night, facing the Jets for the 100th time this year. Sends are in Calgary on Sunday night. The Habs and Leafs will be closing out their four-game set on Saturday night. The Raptors host the Grizzlies on Saturday. And if you're so inclined, an MLS doubleheader. Toronto FC taking on New York. That's Saturday afternoon at 1. And then it'll be Vancouver at Montreal Saturday at 3. That's today's Heads Up for All Insurance Ontario. How long have you been with your insurance company? What's in your policy? Who do you talk to when you have questions? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me handle it for you. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. So are you thinking about a pre-owned vehicle? Jim K. Ford is Ottawa's certified pre-owned Ford dealer. Think of the peace of mind with Jim K.'s 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, a history report of the vehicle, 24-hour roadside assistance, a 172-point inspection. That is reassuring. Not to mention financing rates from 1.99%. See the online showroom for your next pre-owned vehicle at jimkford.com. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted, Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin-crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings for only $15. Pico. Use the Pico app and save on third-party app fees They're at 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new location at 305 Rideau. All right, let's jump in today, James. Let's do that. And uh, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, I think the Rangers story remains pretty, pretty hot. And the latest now is, after the whole Tom Wilson saga, 
He ends up getting a $5,000 fine. A lot of people were thinking he should be getting 10 games or thrown out of the league or something like that, and he got a $5,000 fine. Uh, the Rangers basically went to the NHL with a statement and said, we demand George Peros, the head of player safety, we demand he get fired effectively. I'm paraphrasing on that. Um, and then that night, or that afternoon, I should say, John Davidson got fired by the Rangers as president. Jeff Gordon got fired as GM. It's like, what is next? And then they have a big brawl in Wednesday night's game and uh, something like I don't know, seven or eight fights within the first four minutes of the game. So today, the latest, and this thing keeps on rolling. And by the way, Mark Messier also chimed in saying, I don't think the Rangers are nearly tough enough, and I'd love a job with the Rangers. Again, right, paraphrasing. Right. And so the latest today is that the Rangers have been fined by the NHL for $250,000 for calling out George Peros saying he's unfit to handle the role as the head of DOPS. Crazy, huh? Yeah, you know, think of the five grand. It's ironic, you know? It's totally ironic here that, uh, no, no, we're going to defend Peros, okay? Uh, You you can't do that, okay? He's going to keep his job uh, because of the $5,000 fine he gave that guy. But you just made a quote, okay? You made a quote. And it's going to cost you, you quoted or whatever we quote the Rangers or they put out this statement. Okay. That's a quarter of a million dollars, Stevie, that penalty, that fine. They would have been better, Steve. They would have been better. uh, John Davidson to go into the league office, grab Gary Bettman by the hair, throw him down on the floor and punch him in the head a bunch of times. It would have cost him only five grand. It would have got away with five G's, Stevie. That's what I would have done. Take out that little bald headed guy there, uh, uh, Bettman's assistant, okay? Slew foot him, Stevie, okay? Slew him, and when he's not looking, punch him in the back of the freaking head. And what about, it's only five Gs. That's what they should have done. Yeah, the precedent has been, Steve. Absolutely, the precedent is there. It's their own precedent. Yes, they said it, you know? That's what I would have (laughs) done. Yeah, it does seem out of whack. I mean, but everything with the NHL right now, particularly with this story as it continues to evolve, is out of whack. And then there's also, how do you handle Pavel Bushnevich? He's the guy that was getting worked over by Tom Wilson initially that uh, started this whole ball rolling. And so in the Wednesday night game, and we talked about this in the last episode, he and uh, Anthony Mantha of the Capitals were having words. And, you know, Mantha's a guy who can drop him, and Bushnevich, not so much. But uh, Bushnevich was being just as obnoxious as Mantha was. It was 50-50. And then... Uh, you could see Mantis sort of tapping him, say, hey, let's go, let's go. And Bushnevich had had enough and, and circled back around and cross-checked Mantha right in the face. So right. he's, got a, he's got a hearing now with the NHL, with the aforementioned George Peros. I'm like, okay, how's this going to play out? How's Peros going to handle this? Because normally I would say that's a 6-10 to 10 game offense for Bushnevich. Right. Totally gutless. But how does George Peros make this call, how does he look this kid in the eye after he totally endorsed Tom Wilson mashing his head into the ice? Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of things in play here, and I, and I do understand this. Um, you know, first of all, it's no sweat off New York's back, right? They're not going to make the playoffs. So now you're into this thing, oh, yeah, you're tough, right? You're tough because, you know, to, to Bushnevich. Is that his name? Bush, Bushnevich? Yes, sir. Um. I got a name right. Oh, my God. Look at you. Uh, yeah. Well, it was so long since I heard it, you know, to remember it three <laughs> seconds ago. Um, 
So there's a lot in play, right? So Peros, for sure, Peros only suspends that guy or gives them, only gives Wilson the five grand because of their, you know, their their playoff situation, right? It got to be had to have a lot to do with it. So now that comes into play when you when you're, you know, when video sent in or the league is, you know, calling for a meeting with the guy. You got to look at it, so it gets kind of complicated, and mm-hmm. and I guess I understand that. Um, I'll tell you, you got to think back, Stevie, when we interviewed Marty McSorley, okay, and and Marty's play, he kind of he kind of invented the idea, okay. So if Marty was playing, and he was a New York Ranger, and Wilson did that to one of his teammates, okay, which which he you know did that to. Uh, Bushnevich, and then the other guy that he that he hurt so bad. Artemi Panarin. Yeah, Panarin. So if Marty was on Panarin and Bushnevich's team, he would walk over to the bench, okay, of the of the Washington Capitals, and he would point out somebody else besides Wilson, right? And his play was, "You're going to get hurt now because of what your teammate did," and it's brilliant. It's brilliant, right? Think about that now. When Wilson goes out there now. Okay, and does this again, his teammates are going, that's fucking brilliant, dude. That's really brilliant. Okay. Now Ovi's going to get cross-checked in the eyes. Right? Right. It's, so there's that's in play too, right? So Bushnevich said, no problem. Okay, well, I'm, I'm taking someone down. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to fight Wilson. No problem. Okay, we'll do it this way. Right? So now you got this whole dynamic going. You know, we'll, we'll start to... You know, systematically, you start to pluck off one guy at a time <laughs> off your bench. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember Marty McSorley saying that exact same thing. I mean, I, I can vouch for you on that because he was on the suspendables and said that very thing, and uh, and it shut things down. But it's yeah. also tw- it's also twenty years ago. I wonder how much that still happens today. I, I I will say this: I do think that the Kachuk brothers do a little of that, particularly Matthew. I've seen it in games this year where Brady Kachuk is being obnoxious to some Calgary flame in a game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Matthew Kachuk, he doesn't want to fight his brother. They've made a vow to their mom. And so right. what Matthew Kachuk does, doesn't go after Brady. He goes after just random Ottawa Senator teammate. So he went over and started giving it to Connor Brown in a game uh, where Brady was running amok a little bit. So uh, that would be the only time I've seen something close to that. But it's hard to know whether that conversation actually occurs. I think it's an interesting way of doing it. Right. Uh, because, um, you know, there's no real advantage. You know, Joe Blow is running around the goon for that other team. He's running around. Why go after Joe Blow? He's just the goon. He's just the tough guy. Why right. not go after the other team's star and, and say to that guy, I'm coming for you, star, if Joe Blow doesn't tone it down. Yeah. It's like, is it you and I are driving? We're on a trip, Stevie. Okay. You're driving, I'm in the passenger seat, and we're on this road trip. Why do I see you mooning all the cars as we pass them <laughs> okay. in, the, in this equation? <laughs> okay, but you're, but you're like an obnoxious driver, okay? Uh-huh. You're, you're tailgating guys on the 401, and you're cutting them off and stuff like that, right? And you're giving guys the finger because they held you up in the left-hand lane and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then what happens is a guy tells you to pull over, okay? Got mm-hmm. the road rage going here, right? And you go, no problem. No problem. I go, see, what are you doing? Right. I know no problem. I'm gonna t- you know what, Jimmy? So you pull over. This guy gets out of the car, Stevie. And I'm going, you're going to get your face filled here, Warren. Okay. But no, he comes to the passenger side, unrolls my window and punches me in the head. Right. Right. I'm going, Stevie, 
will you stop driving that way? Okay. And you go, no, no, you're the, the Tom Wilson of drivers, right? It's a great idea. It's a great idea, right? Uh, although gonna, in, the, I, in this example, I, I honestly think I would be okay with that, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, if I have a choice between me getting yeah. beaten up why and you, you getting that, beaten Steve? up. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'm open to you. Uh, so as we get back to Bushnevich, if you're George Peros today, what are you doing? Are you throwing the book at him? Are you giving him a $5,000 fine? Like, what's your call? Like, what is George Peros going to do today? I mean, first of all, before we get there, Stevie, I, I would go to the league, okay? So let's look at this. two hundred fifty grand because these guys made a public statement, you know, a derogatory statement towards the league office, okay? I would go to the league office and go, okay, I get it. I get it. No one's going to, they're going to look at that today and go, okay, boys, okay? Shut your trap, okay? Mm-hmm. And that will be a deterrent for sure, Stevie. That that will that will stop that. There's no doubt about it, right? The 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 year's wrapping up here, right? The regular schedule's wrapping up, and a lot of teams may want to want to weigh in on some shit, refereeing and and you know maybe perils and all that stuff. Maybe they wanted to comment on. It. They're not going to now, Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, at least I'm not. Okay, because it's going to cost me a quarter of a million bucks. Right. Yeah, it's pricey for sure. So back to the question: What does Bushnevich get? when it's George Peros handing down the punishment. Is there a suspension? Is it a long suspension? Is it 5,000 bucks? Well, I don't know if George can win. I, I don't, I like, um, well, he's supposed to get a, a few games there, Stevie, right? Yeah, I would. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like he ran over and per- cross-checked him right in the bridge of the nose. Right. So he's got to get a few games, right? What, you know, two games, five games, I don't know. But, but right in around there, I guess. Um, that's what I would think. Well, I honestly think what Bushnevich did to Anthony Mantha was worse than what Tom Wilson did, just in terms of the potential for damage based on just analyzing the video and watching it from every angle. I would much rather be Bushnevich getting the business from Tom Wilson than be Mantha who got the business from Bushnevich. No, I'm going to disagree because okay. you said, you said, uh, yesterday, with the Wilson thing, you were, and I thought it was was relevant. You said that could have been someone dying. Correct, but not about that. That was about the Panarin part of the story. Well, what what you yeah, about, about Wilson? So, um, yeah, I'm not talking I about. I, I I don't know. I I don't know. You know, he, he may try and get it back on track, and say, okay, I got I got to whip the guy with three games. I got to hammer him with three games. Yeah, or you know, or he might Stevie go. I got an idea. It doesn't affect them. I can whack them hard. Okay, he doesn't get to play the rest of the season. How many games they have left? Three or four or something, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So he's he's maybe he suspends him for the rest of the year, and everyone's going, "Well, of course you did." Okay, they're not in the fucking playoffs. So maybe he fakes having COVID or a heart attack or something, and just <laughs> takes a couple of weeks off, going to quarantine. Can't do this one. Sorry. Right, right, right. So I I don't know what what is it three games, Stevie? I don't know. five ten. You know, there's, but there's not 10 games left. I can't predict what the NHL will do, honestly. I, I, all I can say is what I think and that I thought that that was a really, really ugly cross-check. Take your cross-check and, like, you're skating at the guy and the guy's skating, you know, expecting maybe, you know, contact or maybe drop the gloves. This guy did not stop and he came in and cross-checked the guy right in the face. You know, not on the shoulder, not anywhere. It's like, and to me, that's just way over the line. And I, I'm, I'm sorry you know, just me, I'm talking from my perspective. I'm sorry that the guy 
didn't get any kind of pound of flesh from George Peros in the Tom Wilson situation. I'm sorry for that, but that oh. doesn't excuse what you did. What, what, was, what was really impressive out of that, Stevie? Okay. Uh, if that's you or I, okay, uh, you're, you know, you're going to get ripped there for about 70 stitches. You're going to get concussed and you're quitting the game. Okay. <laughs> I, they, they, they do a shot of Mantha on the bench. Okay. I didn't see a mark on the guy's face. Pulls his helmet off, you know, rubs his nose a little bit, pulls on his nose like he just came out of the uh, out of a lake or a pool swimming, you know, mm. sort of shakes it off a bit, right? Whips his helmet back on. And I'm going, holy God, is that guy tough? Right. I, you know, he was, the, the guy's got a head of kryptonite or something. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But it may harm him in the suspension. Peros is going to look at it and go, look, he's not hurt. You didn't hurt him. Yeah, it always plays in. It probably shouldn't, yeah. but it always does. Uh, so a lo- that's enough Ranger talk. We've done a lot in the last yeah, couple of yeah, shows. People are sick of it, Steve. They're yeah. going to turn the thing off. Yeah, let's no, go. no, they won't turn it off. They, they might have turned it off with all that mom talk in the first segment, but not. Not <laughs> this is a pretty hot story. Anyway, we'll take a time out. We're going to talk about a PGA rival tour, a Super League, if you will. That's coming up after these words. Jim K. Ford is your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs, and that includes a little spring cleaning. Why not bring your vehicle in for some great detailing at Jim K. Ford? Change out your winter tires at only $49.99 or freshen things up completely this spring. You'd look amazing in the new Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, or F-150. Make your appointment today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or see their online showroom at jimkford.com. If you love pizza, you need to check out Pico Stat, a place where authentic, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza can be fired up in 90 seconds and enjoyed without a reservation, 20% gratuity. It's a place where quick and easy could actually mean fresh, healthy, and high-quality Pico. Order online or drop into Pico today, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf, or 305 Rideau. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And based on the latest stats, the Ottawa residential home market is up 36% from last year with an average sale price of $758,000. Curious to know what your home is worth? Stop wondering. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, closing it out today, James. Interesting PGA story. Well, I guess it's mm-hmm. not a PGA oh, By story. the way, Steve, before you do that. Yeah? Walton, uh, you know I gave you the big snooker announcement the other day, right? Correct. The, the World Championship was over and Mark Selby wanted, I said he's from from London, okay? I'm going, I can, I can get away with anything here, Stevie, okay? Because no one's going to correct me on this. Whammo, Glennie Walton. Jimmy, Mark Selby, not from London. Okay? Right, right. He's from Leicester or something. He's called the Jester from Leicester, whatever. <laughs> no, that'd be Lester, Lester. Lester. Oh, Lester. Jester oh, okay. from Lester. See, it rhymes. Yeah, there we go. Something like that. Okay, Lester from Lester. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Walton was on it like a shot. Yeah. yeah. Knock it off, Jimmy. So anyway. Now that you say that, I wonder why he's a big Liverpool fan when he's from Leicester City. Because that's a pretty good side. I've had some good seasons the last few years. Anyway, 
Um, anyway, loves his soccer and loves golf as well. And that's what we're going to talk about here. And there's a big Super League of Golf. We had that Super League of Soccer crash and burn spectacularly. And they're going to try and do the same thing in golf. Apparently, it's been around for a while. And it's this Rebel Tour that has extremely deep pockets. And apparently, they're trying to lure all the big PGA stars over to their league. Only the top 48 players in the world would be invited. But golfers could play their way in every year via a soccer-style system of promotion relegation using the PGA Tour as the lower league. I'm sure the PGA Tour would be <laughs> thrilled about being a minor league. Anyway, I guess there's big money behind it. The PGA Tour is at least cognizant of it. They're they're aware of what's going on and, and seems like they're making moves to maybe uh, counter the possibility. But for now, it doesn't sound like the players are very interested. The things start, they started floating the idea like seven years ago in 2014 or 15 that, that some guys were approached about it. Tiger Woods was approached about it back then. Uh, Rory McIlroy is, is the most outspoken guy against it, okay? He's saying absolutely not, okay? And he said it again this week that, mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to do it. They first contacted me back in 2014. So this is seven years down the line and, you know, nothing has really changed. The, you know, maybe the, the, the source of the money's changed or the people that are in charge have changed, um, but nothing has happened. No sponsorship deals, no media deals, uh, no players have signed up, no manufacturers have signed up. It's been through so many iterations at this point, and I think people, you know, you go back to what happened last week in Europe with the, the, the European Super League in football, you know, people can see it for what it is, which is a which is a money grab, which is fine if that's what you're playing golf for is to make as much money as possible. Totally fine. Then, you know, go and do that if that's what makes you happy. But I think the top players in the game, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking on, on you know, my own personal personal beliefs. Like I'm playing this game to try to to cement my place in history and my legacy and to win major championships and to win the biggest tournaments in the world. I mean, that's why I'm playing this game. Golf has been very good to me, obviously, over the years by playing in Europe, starting off, coming over to the PGA Tour and playing here. And, you know, I, I, I honestly don't think there's a better structure in place um, in golf, and I don't think there will be. You know, you have the, um, you know, this strategic partnership as well between Europe and the PGA Tour. And that's only going to strengthen, you know, the structure of golf going forward as well in terms of scheduling and, and all sorts of other stuff and working together a little bit more. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a coincidence that you know, the news came out yesterday just as, you know, where, you know, the PJ Tour is having their annual player meeting and, and Jay's addressing the membership. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think you all know my feelings on it and I'm, I'm very much against it and I, I don't see why... You know, I don't see why anyone would be for it. All right, so there's PGA star Rory McIlroy, obviously not for this new Super League at all. To me, Steve, so the PGA is one of the most successful things going on, the PGA Tour, okay? It's hugely popular, okay, right? We're, you know, even non-golfers are into it. They know about the Masters. They know about the U.S. Open, stuff like that, right? They, you know, it's got a huge following, Okay. Uh, I don't know if their if their fan base is dropping or the viewership is dropping. It might be, but but it's here to stay, Steve. Okay, it's a great tour. Okay, I, it's it to me, it's the most unnecessary thing, you know, that I've heard of in a long time in sports. 
Like when you hear that, Stevie, as a fan, and you're a fan of golf too, mm-hmm. do you look at that and go, there we go. Oh man, there we go. Now we're now we're on to something, right? What what this guy is doing, what he's offering is what is there now. <laughs> you know what I mean, Steve? Well, we're gonna get the top players. Well, all the top players are on the PGA tour. Right. Yeah, I don't think any of this will compete with the majors, but it could certainly compete with the rank and file events where your your top forty very you know, only a percentage of them compete in the rank and file well, that's true. events. Yeah. And I think about the PGA tour, you know, we were talking about this in an episode about a month ago, this whole new thing that the PGA is going to give a forty million dollar bonus pool of cash to their top ten guys based on non-performance issues, like how, how do you perform in a Google search and right, stuff? Right, right, right. So maybe this, because we're kind of clamoring, why are they doing that? And tried to come up with some ideas, and I think some of them are good and some of them weren't. But this, this may be a, a byproduct of this new tour and that they're trying to say, okay, if money's moving the needle for all these guys, then uh, here's a bunch of money to keep the elite of the elite, the ones that really matter to the golf fans, to keep them happy on the PGA Tour. Right. Um, in fact, that was mentioned in one of the pieces I said. That, that is, you know, strictly to combat this movement afoot here to get this new tour. Uh, so when you, you look at it on the surface, you go, well, that, you know, that's, there's not enough there for me, Steve. There's not enough there. I love the tour. I love, um, now I'm in the low percentage of rabid fans, you know, of, the, of watching golf. But um, here's the kicker, Stevie. Okay. Apparently the backers for it is Saudi money. money. Okay, of some fund that is got three hundred and fifty billion in it. Okay, mm-hmm. billion Stevie. Okay, and that's one of the partners of of this dude, this other guy who's who's going to run it. They go to Phil Mickelson now. Okay, who's now on the senior tour, Stevie. Okay, mm-hmm. but he's a big draw for fans. So they're going. Well, no one's going to do this. You know, Rory says no, I won't do it. I think Justin Thomas maybe spoke out against it too. And they go, well, how about this? Phil, we're going to give you a hundred million. I'm not, I'm not making that number up, Stevie, to come and play on our tour. Okay. So now all the guys who were saying at the beginning, no, we got to be loyal to the PGA, you know, and the old Arnold Palmer thing, Steve, you know, you're no one's bigger than golf. If you know, you wouldn't be around here, any golfer, if it wasn't for the PGA tour. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and now they're going, okay, yeah, I got to stay loyal. Right. We got, we make good money and they go, okay. So if you have a good year, Phil, you're going to make five, six, seven million bucks. Okay. You're going to make 10 million. They come along, Steve, and go, how about the guaranteed hundy? Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, it's probably, I don't know if it's 10 years he's got to commit to or something. You know, he's got, he, obviously, you'd have to leave the other tour. And the, and the PGA has come out and said, if you guys do this, you're, you know, you're going to, it might be a lifetime ban. Right. From the tour. So lots, lots still has to happen with this thing, Steve, but I still think it's unnecessary. It's not going to change anything for me as a fan. How about you? No, I don't think so. Um, I think it's, uh, I mean, I honestly, I, I, like I said earlier, I think it could maybe because of the money involved and if they got the top 40 guys, uh, you know, it, it might it might almost be like a, instead of the four majors, it's the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth majors on this other tour or whatever with the, the kind of money they're chucking around out there uh, and, and the quality, if they could get all, those, then I then I'd start taking notice of it. Uh, I'm not so in love with the PGA brand that I wouldn't watch an event that had all the best playing for insane money. That might hold some interest for me, but I, I just don't see it uh, coming together. Particularly if there's not a a complete buy-in. But 
you know, like I always say, money talks, follow the money, and uh, it could potentially work. Yeah, what they should do, what they should do, the PGA, get together with these guys. You know, so you got someone who steps up and and starts to throw the money around that they're talking about. If I'm the mm-hmm. commissioner of the PGA Tour, I'm going, hey, 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 let's get a meeting here. Let's help each other, you know, that maybe they can. You, you got your four majors, but maybe they can do three events a year or four events a year and have whoever they want to do it. Do you think the PGA would be interested in that? Like, it just feels like that, you know, the old boys club and it's like, ah, you know, if we want to put three or four, 10 more events on, then, uh, then we'll make that happen uh, on our own. The fear for the PGA tour uh, is, is obvious, right? Um, that everyone's replaceable, Stevie. Okay. Everything and everyone is replaceable. Okay. And the, so the PGA tour is replaceable. Um, now that they're starting to come out and say, you know, there's tossing around this big money, the obvious fear of the, of the tour is not that you're going to take away a Dustin, uh, you know, that's, that's big Dustin Johnson or Justin Thomas, or, you know, the new kids coming on Victor Hovel, Colin Morikawa, these guys that are coming in, uh, they're, they're obviously going to get the lesser known Steve on the PGA tour. Okay. They're going to in a second, these guys will come along cause they're going to get a million bucks or something. Right. Mm-hmm. They're guaranteed. What the PGA Tour is really going is, how about if they, you know, what what if they, you know, eviscerate us with forty players, right? Right. That that everyone jumps in. So, if I'm the PGA Tour, um, you know, to to you know how 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 are we going to uh, de-escalate this? I'm getting on the phone with that guy, going, look, maybe there's something really big we can do here, really big, right? Right. If you got the 350 billion you have access to, let's let's work something out. Yep. Everybody's got a price tag. I mean, I, all the guys on the tour, you know, I'm sure there's some loyalty there, but the number for everybody will eventually get to a, a high enough point where they literally can't say no. It sounds like this Phil, Phil Mickelson thing was just so absurd. Like if there's more of that out there, absolutely they can go out and get the top 40 guys. And yeah. I think that they would all have the same kind of rider in whatever contract they come to. It's like, yeah, but I'm still playing in the majors. I still want the Masters green sure, jacket sure. and all that stuff. So, uh, and apparently they're saying they're not going to touch that. Right. You know, their events would be around that. Yeah. But think of it as a fan, Stevie. Is it going to make a difference you sitting in your living room, flipping on a golf tournament uh, to watch it for the weekend, and this happens to be the Super League tournament? You know, it's going to be the same bunch of the same guys. You know, the the other problem with the Super League, Steve, is. Unless they get the top 40, right? They got no chance. Right. They got no chance. Agreed. If you turned it on and going, okay, well, here's Matthew Wolf. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and a bunch of these other names that aren't good. Uh, you're going to go, where's my PGA Tour? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I think it's a case of it won't be dramatically different than what we have with the FedEx Cup, which, which I'm probably starting to embrace more than I did at the very start. Because tradition takes time. Year mm-hmm. after year, it happens, it happens. Um, initially, I didn't care at all. Now I care a little, but still not that much. And so it'll be a little like that out of the gate. Even if you get the top 40, even if they're playing for big money, it's still something so unfamiliar, lacking in tradition, that I think it will be kind of a tough sell in the early going. But if, it's, if they stick with it, and get some tradition going, get the ball rolling, it could change the face of golf. But uh, yep. we. Time will tell. A you know what they got to do, Steve? You know what they got to do? What? 
uh, Monaghan or whoever's the commissioner of the PGA. Okay, they got to go over. They got to jump on a plane, get into the office of the guy from Saudi Arabia who's back in the money. Okay, who's got all the dough? Mm-hmm. Put him in a headlock, Steve. Throw him on the ground and punch him in the face a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of the week, Steve. Yes, sir. Batman gets that. Bill Daly gets that. And that guy gets that. That, guy, that guy gets some, too. <laughs> All right. There's a good place to end it on a laugh. And uh, have a great week, everybody. As we head out the door, a reminder that if you're enjoying the show and the fact that we're doing it each and every weekday, I mean, who freaking does that? It'd be fantastic if you'd support the show with a Patreon membership. Jimmy Needs His Smokes. Get a shout-out at the start of an upcoming show. Come on and hang with us in a member recording that we will do. Try and do those once a month and uh, various membership levels as low as the cost of a single pint once per month. Just click on Patreon memberships at stevewproject.com. And with that, we'll take our lead. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I got to ask, what was that voice for? Random. It was to- totally random. Love the no random. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you.